Welcome to The Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce, presented in part by Everence. Ground your finances and values like care, hope, and sharing. Everence. And DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. This week's episode, Sounds of the Economy with Vince Turner. Welcome to The Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sound of the Economy featuring Nate Yoder of R. Yoder Construction. Nate is the business development officer for R. Yoder Construction. And Nate, first of all, thanks for joining us on the podcast. And I'd said in in previous conversation, I'm not sure when you look at at the economy in any one area, uh, there are very many indicators that are better than construction, both looking at what happened over the year and and what's going forward. So my leadoff question would be, first of all, R. Yoder uh, has experienced exponential growth over the last three or four years. Uh, you got to be pretty feel pretty good about where the company has come. Yeah. Yeah. First off, thanks, Vince. Appreciate you having us here. And um, yeah, yeah that, really blessed with the growth we've seen. And a lot of that is is organic based on mm-hmm. the local economy, right? When things are good, there's opportunity. Uh, we decided to take advantage of that and grow the team during mm-hmm. that during that opportunity, which for us, um, people, your, your people are everything. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're in a customer service. We're in a service world, right? That's what construction is. We serve our clients. So we were able to grow that team, and that team now has allowed us to continue to grow than outside of just uh, where we where we used to be. So exciting times, but uh, this year a little different than, than the past three mm-hmm. to four, obviously. But but still pleased with with where things are at, uh, both locally and regionally. It's interesting because you know as you've grown, um, if you look at and and we can talk about this because it appears at least to the general public, and I know enough of you folks that that I think it's a true statement, but you all play pretty well in the sandbox mm-hmm. together. Yeah. But yeah. you look at, at at some of the signature names over mm-hmm. the last 10, 20 years, you've got DJ Construction, you've yep. got Ancon, you've got New Way, and now R. Yoder has joined that group uh, mm-hmm. in Elkhart County and in the surrounding area. I guess one thing for me would be, what did you see in terms of growth potential and development, et cetera, that you knew there would be room uh, at mm-hmm. the table for another high-profile construction firm? I think a lot of events comes to down to the confidence in our local and regional economy. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew there would be opportunity, but we also saw it in our teammates. Um, we saw our ability to, to serve our clients well and thought there was still a place in that. Not that we need to say, hey, we need to have the whole pie. Right. But we saw the pie growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know, we all know that that can retract a little bit. Construction is... Um, a high-low game, you know, in some years. But mm-hmm. at the same time, we knew that we could gain enough of the market share to serve the, the the local economy well, and we're excited about that. Well, and I heard one construction uh, guy, well, as in our Sound of the Economy, our monthly Sound of the Economy discussion, one of the guys said, you know, it's tempting to look at this year and say, oh, this has, you know, been a different kind of year. But in reality, it's normalized mm. as opposed to when Very money true. was being pumped in by Washington, et cetera, et cetera. We, we've kind of not flatlined, but we've flattened out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. And I think that's prob- probably 
why the biggest reason why we've stayed intentionally diversified mm-hmm. across multiple markets. I think that's one maybe key factor that we offer that's maybe a little bit unique than others. Um, we'll stay invo- involved in public works projects, mm-hmm. uh, private sector, um, even in the development sector too with, with the subdivision right. that we're doing residentially. Um, so I think that's been a big, uh, a big proponent of that. But in the end, you're right, um, we were blessed Mm-hmm. in the last three to five years. <laughs> and, and I truly think that everybody kind of wonders, is is it really a blessing to be in Elkhart County because of the highs and lows? And I think it's I think it's always a blessing. I think some years are just more blessed than others. What what the pro, What is the process like, Nate, as you get ready to, to look at a project, as, yeah. as uh, potential developers come to you, mm-hmm. as they're looking at the landscape on, on, you know, where the economy might go in a three or four year process? Um, as you look at a project, what kind of things are you looking for? It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a good question. Um, really, we want to make sure if we're working with a new client, we look for an opportunity to excel. Uh, we all know, you know, working in a local regional area, mm-hmm. reputation is everything, right? So we have to be mindful of that when we're taking on a new project and know that we can excel in that project and that's that's our goal is is to wow our, our customers and get that repeat business going but in in the end we love to learn and so we're always looking for a new opportunity that might stretch us mm-hmm. a little bit too so it's kind of fun with our team and and our leadership team on down all the way to the field team everybody's uh, energetic uh, we've got some youth in there uh, ready to learn, ready to grow, and that, that kind of helps us jump into some of those new markets. Now, I don't want your other teammates to attack me at the annual meeting for saying this, but <laughs> I believe that your job, uh, and for all the other firms, I believe your job is probably the most multitasking job mm. on the on the list because you have to make sure that the current projects are going well Yeah, because you're the face of that in business development. But at the same time, I mean, it is business development. You've got to be looking for future projects. Yeah. Personally and professionally, how do you balance that? That's a good question. It, it, is, it is difficult some days because you do feel torn. You feel, you feel pulled. But what we've done is we've just created some uh, intentional processes internally to have some checkpoints and projects to where I've got some, some, some folks that help uh, follow up with current clients. Mm-hmm. We don't leave a client alone until the end and ask how we did. We work through them with the project, not just with our project team, but outside of that, we'll go and step in every now and again and say, hey, how's our team doing? Asking those questions. So it gives us a lot of confidence internally that those projects are going well. And if and if we do need to make some adjustments, we do. Outside of that, though, the the chasing after the new, the new work, right. um, that can be all-consuming at times. But uh, again, we've got a team that is is keeping their nose to the ground. So we consider each each member of our team in business development, mm-hmm. kind of seeking, learning, listening to what's out there. And then uh, I get a lot of things passed on to me that I just you know chase down and run after and and see where it goes. There you go. Yeah. Just and and stays busy. Yeah. Walk us. The RU order signs are are just about everywhere you go in Elkhart yeah. County. Walk yeah. us through a couple of your high profile projects right now. Sure. Um, Probably the biggest one lately, I think, that's getting the most attention is the Concord Mall mm-hmm. redevelopment. Um, we're working with a larger developer, uh, developer that, that does this type of work all across the nation, has um, millions of square feet under roof under this in this same uh, realm. But uh, what what we're doing there uh, is exciting to take a 1970s landmark and repurpose it mm-hmm. versus just bulldoze it. That's that's one thing that we do appreciate in our local 
local and regional areas is repurposing buildings. So that's a fun one, um, seeing that come to come to pass. We're also working on a couple of um, public projects down in Plymouth, working mm-hmm. on the uh, complete renovation of the Plymouth, Pu- Plymouth Public Library down there, doing a multi-phased project there. Just finished phase one, moving them into phase two. Uh, South Bend Fire Station. Uh, we're working on South Bend Fire Station number eight, I believe it mm-hmm. is. Um, that's another one that's fun to, to kind of see okay. come to light. Yep. And you're out of Goshen High School too, right? Uh, yeah, we just wrapped up the Goshen Alumni Plaza. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a uh, that was a fulfilling project seeing that come yeah. to light. And on a tight timeline, mm-hmm. a lot of variables. You know, when you dig up earth that hasn't been touched for 50 yeah. years, so you don't know what you're going to find. And we found a lot of stuff that yeah. we didn't know was down there, but got got everything wrapped up for their first home and, football and game. I know Loved I know it. a lot of names that are on that wall, so I know you had a lot of assistant coaches during the course <laughs> of the did. project. <laughs> we did. I'll tell you what, the, the Goshen High School is great. The superintendent and the whole team was mm-hmm. great. And, um, um, really happy it came together for them. Beautiful space for them to use and and be able to enjoy during the season. Do you anticipate public works projects to continue mm. over the next three, four, five years? Yeah, and, and that that is really, um, again, going back to that diversity, um, what we see probably this year and, and especially next year, um, we've seen a lot of our public project um, capacity rate uh, grow mm-hmm. quite a bit, and our, our private has, has shrunk a reasonable amount based on, you know, local economy. But basically what we see right now is, is a lot of, um, federal and local money, uh, funneling into think, you know, fire stations, for Mm -hmm. instance, you know, there's a number of them going on public library renovations, city offices, those things are happening and, and happy to stay involved in that to kind of weather the, the local economy a little bit. I want to go back to the first name you mentioned, Concord mall. I think one of the reasons that our Yoder may have been spotlighted in this, we talked about this again before going on the air, uh, your nimbleness, um, your mm-hmm. willingness to be flexible, because this is literally going to I don't want to make it sound like it's not planned. Right. But it literally is going to be a project that could change year to year, phase to phase. Yeah, v- very true. Um, that was a big selling point. We we did. We were intentionally flexible through the process mm-hmm. because, yes, you're right. Um, right now, the goal is a big open white space. Mm-hmm. We they do have some tenants in mind, but in the end, it could be anything from light manufacturing to possibly a trade school to to who knows what um, uh, one of their other facilities that they have a medical device manufacturer in there that's that's making those things. So we don't quite have all the tenants lined out, but we do know that, hey, we've got a plan to uh, serve them and we can stay flexible through that process. So as tenants arrive, we can start to uh, to to. Uh, develop a plan that works best. So for you'll them. get the core, but as the tenants are picked out, you'll make adjustments then. Or? Absolutely. So the goal right now is to work on the facade, mm-hmm. get it cleaned up. You saw probably if you've been by there, you see a lot of the, the outdoor landscaping cleaned up, uh, a lot of exterior painting, doing uh, fixing up the brickwork, working on the roof, mm-hmm. getting rid of the. Uh, the skylights, as they call them, the are gerbil tubes. If you remember going through, walking through those uh, those hallways and uh, seeing those, those are going to be gone now. So we'll have more of a standard looking interior of the building. Commercially, yeah. what do you see over the next, let's say, next year or two in Elkhart County? Are people cautiously optimistic? That's a great. That that's exactly what I would say, Vince. Uh, cautiously optimistic, but we 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 also realize. Um, what what we're doing within the in the local economy with the RV mm-hmm. world, but at the same time we don't 
feel any reason to panic. Everybody realizes that, hey, we're going to weather this. We've seen this. We've been here. We've done this. So what we see is a lot of folks planning towards the future, but maybe not pushing the go button yet, okay. um, which which isn't a which isn't a bad thing. Mm-hmm. We love planning because a lot of times we don't get to do that very often. It's a lot of times go, go, go. But yes, I would say overall, next year is going to be a uh, similar year where we're going to be a little bit slower than than what we have been, but maybe more on a normal basis. But we do see some some momentum building past that from what we understand. Nate, is land use a challenge? Land availability, is that is that a challenge right now in Elkhart County? It is. It is. Uh, it depends on what the the end use is. There are a number of areas where uh, targeted, uh, I guess I'd call them developments, mm-hmm. are staged. But in the end, when it comes, especially with housing, I would say, okay. uh, more so than commercial, housing is a little bit more difficult to, to discuss in, in different municipalities. But when I would say on a commercial basis, um, I think we all know how land works they aren't making any more of it right so there's been a lot of that um land grab happening in the Mm -hmm. past 10 years and so so there's opportunity there but it's not quite what it used to be as far as uh, availability you mentioned earlier the the uh, housing project that is uh, in napanee that you're a major part of uh great vision on the part of the folks from Napanee and, absolutely and leadership there partnering with you moving forward how is that project going it's going great. We uh, we just finished the roadway, so we have all uh, asphalted streets, curbs, all ready to go. So mm-hmm. you can take a take a drive through the there subdivision you if you like, Vince. But uh, and then also started some foundations. So we've got a large uh, state home going in the back, a single family estate home, building a model home up front. So mm-hmm. as you enter, we'll have a place to kind of greet some visitors, and then a couple of spec homes are going up. So excited about the um, the early uh, progress there going to see a lot more progress next year. A lot of times in starting a subdivision, it's tough mm-hmm. to get a lot of excitement until you have those roads. Yeah. You have something mm-hmm. that's going vertical like a home to see what could be beautiful, beautiful area there. Yeah. Um, uh, we it's And it's a great spot. We know that uh, the soccer fields to the south and, mm-hmm. and our land all to the west, it's, it's kind of landlocked into a really nice uh, area. It's not going to see... Um, any more sprawl based on what we're seeing out there. Yeah, and when your high school wins a basketball championship and goes to the state football finals, it's kind of a recruiting tool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got, <laughs> got residents that want to come. It <laughs> is, you know, very well connected to Wani. You can walk to the high school. You can walk to Woodview. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be bike trail. There are bike trails right across the road, but there will be bike trails connected to downtown. Um, just just a beautiful area. Ni- nice to... Um, really showcase our hometown mm-hmm. with with the development which is really which is really fun to see it's interesting because when you look at the different communities in elkhart county mm-hmm. mike yoder the former county commissioner yeah. now working in the city of, or the town of bristol mm-hmm. has been uber aggressive in, yeah. in in helping folks grow there mary Kripe and her team in middlebury also looking at different things elkhart and goshen are pretty well established uh mayor jenkins in the leadership team down in napanee where you're based uh also doing some very aggressive things. It seems as if we have some very forward-thinking leadership mm-hmm. at the county and in the town and city level that makes your job at least a little bit more easy mm-hmm. uh, going forward. And that is very, very true. I think, um, obviously, with being our hometown, we're very right. familiar with the, mm-hmm. the leadership there, but Mayor Jenkins and his team has just been phenomenal to work with. It really allowed more of that 
public-private partnership mm-hmm. to happen to where they were open-minded and we were open-minded and we used the tools that were available. Right. Um, and with the residential TIF program, that really, um, that was a learning curve for all of us walking through it. it was, yeah. But we walked through it together and uh, we learned a lot and that really is, has been the key to the success. I think it's just a teamwork approach where the town's been open-minded mm-hmm. to say, hey, let's sit down at the table, let's figure this out together. Well, if you look at the residential TIF for the apartment complex here in Goshen yep. on Indiana Avenue, yep. look at the residential TIF that you're now looking at in terms of, of Napanee, I believe Cherry Creek is yep. also going to look at yep. uh, the possibility of a residential TIF. It is a piece of the puzzle that we're going to have to pay quite a bit of attention to in the future if we're going to grow. It it will be. uh, We all know um, the cost of everything Mm -hmm. has escalated. We know that naturally. But the the cost of development has escalated astronomically Mm -hmm. since uh, the years of, of, you know, developers just going in and pushing, pushing dirt on these big subdivisions by themselves. So this allows for a developer to understand, Hey, I don't have to, um, stick my neck out that far right off the bat. I, I can have some support from, from the, the public sector, which is, a, which is a big help because just with the simple cost of that development work, it really doesn't make it economically sound for a developer no. to go and do this by themselves. Yeah. Nate, you've been hitting fastballs and curveballs in this position now for a number of years. We've watched our Yoder grow. What do you believe right now is the biggest surprise that you've seen in terms of just how Elkhart County is coming together? Mm. It's a great question. I think where, where, what it comes down to is the, what, what we're most excited about is the creativity mm-hmm. of the county has evolved. Um, I think we, everybody kind of seems to get lulled in the fact that we're just an RV producer. Mm-hmm. And, and I get excited when I see other entities willing to invest in our, our local area. I think there's a lot of creativity in business coming to our area. I think there's a lot of creativity of housing mm-hmm. um, that's happening, and you know, downtown Goshen's doing a number of projects, which is exciting to see. I think what what I'm what I'm most impressed with, and just meeting with a lot of business folks and 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 uh, municipalities, is just the resiliency and creativity of our area. I think it's naturally was. What, what's made us who we are, mm-hmm. but that excites me. That's that's where the optimism comes well, from. Well, I think we're blessed with people who, instead of saying we've never done it that way before or we've always done it that way before, are looking at different ways to make Absolutely. things happen. Absolutely, we have to. We have to continue to evolve and, and adapt because it's just like current uh, interest rates. We all know back when I bought my first house, it wasn't quite like Vince, I don't know, maybe back when you bought you. 13%. Your, <laughs> see? See? 13%. Exactly. Yeah. So there's there's an evolution and I'm in I'm in that that 3 to 5% world mm-hmm. when I bought my first house. So we all have this different idea that boy, it, this is the way it is. Well, it's not. It evolves. It comes and goes and we have to be able to be nimble and adapt and and we'll come back to it. Yeah. One yeah. final question if I can. Um optimism. You feel mm-hmm. optimistic coming into 2024? You think things will look good? Uh, we are optimistic. Um I think it comes from our nature. We are young and energetic, but we're also creative. And Mm -hmm. I think what we're most optimistic about is just the areas that we're working with are looking for solutions. Mm -hmm. Um, Municipalities are looking for solutions. A lot of uh, corporations are looking for solutions, and we're here to do that. We're here to help them through that. So I really... With what we've seen going into 2024, we're pretty excited about the fact that, you know, weathering a little bit of that storm. We know it's an election year mm-hmm. coming. We all know that gets a little goofy in every industry. But getting past that, 
we were sensing quite a bit of momentum that could build into 25 and 26, which is exciting. That's good to hear. Yep. And we're thankful that you're part of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. Yep. appreciate your leadership here Absolutely. and throughout the county. Thank you, Vince. We appreciate it. All right. Our thanks to Nate Yoder of R. Yoder Construction. Sound of the Economy is a presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. Remember, you can join us for Sound of the Economy, Sound of Success, Sound of Service, and Sounds Around Town. I'm your host, Vince Turner. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.